What's good, guys? This is Please Confirm, the podcast where we break down all things questionable that you don't have time to Google. My name's Mel. And my name is Kat. And Jeffrey Epstein or any of his co-conspirators, please confirm. So this is part two of our Jeffrey Epstein series. So if you haven't listened to part one already, feel free to check that one out first. That way you have all the background knowledge and all the content to know what we're talking about in today's episode, part two. So we left off talking a little bit about some of his co-conspirators, who he's, you know, known to be sociable with, who he's worked with, and just everyone in that little black book. Like, we just want to know more about these people, want to know what they're doing with or what they did with Jeffrey Epstein, how they knew him. The whole thing is so interesting. I feel like I just love to know. Whenever, anytime I see a picture with him and another celebrity, I'm like shook to my core. Yeah, I will have to say Mel shared this Instagram with me that is basically, it's not Jeffrey Epstein, but it's Ghislaine Maxwell plus celebrities. And it's so insane to look at because it's people you would never expect, like Paris Hilton, Woody Allen, like the the icons of the 2000s that you this view as these wholesome people, which in their in in their defense, they may be wholesome, but they're associating with these sexual predators. And whether they know it or not, it's still a fact of life and it's something we have to dive into. It's too much, but I would like to plug celebs with Ghislaine on Instagram. Go check it out. It's fascinating to just scroll through and see pictures of like celebrities with him and Ghislaine or whatever. It's it's insane. So highly ten out of ten would recommend. So after the initial sentencing in the mid two thousands, there's like an eight to nine year gap where we like really don't hear that much about Epstein. Like, obviously, he's still, you know, getting into his antics. Clearly, with his track record, we can assure that he's up to no good. So right after Trump was elected, major yikes, the hashtag MeToo movement started to gain, like, this huge traction in the U.S., which brought out numerous, you know, shocking allegations of the abuse of women by these powerful rich, influential men. But Jeffrey Epstein's case was pretty much the largest and one of the most significant stories, I think like right after Harvey Weinstein, which really enacted survivors to come out and speak out against these this you know powerful, enigmatic man. Um, and so one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit were, you know, who who was defending Jeffrey Epstein? Like, who are his lawyers? Like, who is so immoral and corrupt that your conscience, like, you literally are willing to take him on as your client? Like, yes, I'm not dumb. He's mega rich. We get it. But you're definitely, like, saving yourself a spot in hell if you're taking him on as a client. Right? Yeah, I would agree. Like, I understand it's always the lawyer's um, job to represent their client, I guess, in the most representable way. 
But That's I a can, beautiful way to say it, Kat. <laughs> I can never imagine myself being like, oh, yeah, like I'm taking on Jeffrey Epstein's case. Like he's sexually abused over 100 women and like I think he's telling the truth. Like why? Sell out. Why are 100 women coming forward and saying this man is a psychopath and – He's done this and that and all unimaginable things to me. And a lawyer is going to be like, mm, yeah, still sounds like. Still sus. Still <laughs> sus. Like uh, proven guilty or innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> so I did a little digging and these, obviously they were men, were defending Jeffrey. And it turns out that two of his lawyers, Alan Dershowitz and Ken Starr, were both two of the lawyers on Donald Trump's impeachment defense team. What? It's it's just men taking advantage of their power, and it's actually insulting. <laughs> Wait, are you kidding me? Like, we're talking about Donald Trump's impeachment defense team. Yes. In 2019, like before yes. COVID. We're talking about the same Donald Trump. Yes. Yes. What? That's insane. Why has no one talked about this? People need to talk about this. And I would also like to point out that Alan Dershowitz, one of the lawyers who was a Harvard law professor, helped OJ Simpson win acquittal on murder charges and labeled the woman who was rigged by uh, Mike Tyson, the boxer, as heart, quote, Hardly the naive virgin she pretended to be. This guy is literally fucking disgusting, horrifying, and wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. I would also like to say there are alleged sexual abuse allegations against Alan Dershowitz. That's all I have to say. Of course there is. I wouldn't expect anything less because he sounds like a very nasty man nasty man Hashtag nasty will. man literally one of the survivors from jeffrey epstein or one of his abusers she said that she performed massages and whatnot on alan dershowitz mm-hmm. and in the in the documentary he's like that didn't happen like dude you're working for jeffrey like ugh. literally what the fuck is a quote massage at this point because after watching that documentary i was like get me the fuck like <laughs> I'm never having a massage in my entire life again. Like, I don't – it's just like a gag reflex at this yeah, point. Yeah, messy. Just very messy. So in 2019, um, when all of this was happening in August, there was a seizure from a surprise raid on Jeffrey Epstein's Upper East Side Mansion um, over the 4th of July holiday weekend and found – and just, let, just to preface this, his mansion – in the Upper West Side is worth $77 million, seven stories, and it, I believe it used to be the most expensive private, what's it called? Like property in property? Manhattan. Like, and of course he would have it. I wouldn't expect anything less. And of course, just like on 4th of July weekend, a little United States independence. Hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> so during the surprise raid, um, federal authorities found pictures. There was like over a thousand pictures, nude pictures of underage girls and an expired Austrian passport with Jeffrey Epstein's photo, but another man's name. So how did sweet little Jeff explain this instance? 
The argument that his lawyers put up was that given his wealth and his prominence and his Jewish faith, he could have become the target of a kidnapping or hijacking while attempting to travel the globe, in which case he could produce the phony passport and deceive his would-be captors and, like, reveal his identity. Like, the whole, like, what? That? Okay, I'm sorry, but my old roommate Abigail could weave together a better answer than this, who was a first semester law student, like to say that his wealth and prom, like his potential kidnapping or hijacking, like that's why he would need a fake passport. Like, what? You're a lawyer from Harvard, or you have a law degree from Harvard. Like, that's the best you could do. I would trust her one year law degree in any opinion that I <laughs> put against her. But when did this man become Jewish? When did this man become Austrian? Because it sounds sus to me. The whole thing, like, it's just, like, the amount of power and money you have to just pay people off to get you these things is, it's insulting. Because you know he didn't take it upon himself to go make himself a phony passport. Like, he, his whole camp involved is, like, the ones who were behind this. Yeah, it's just, like, how, how much money does it really take to manipulate people and to rein people into your inner circle? Because I want to know how much I need to save to start doing that. <laughs> honestly it wouldn't take that much to buy me off like i'm pretty cheap (laughs) same like thousand bucks i'm i'm there anything for a a paycheck so let's get into where the real conspiracy theories lie jeffrey epstein's death so in august um of 2019 he was denied bail because he's so rich like money doesn't even exist it's not an issue so the judge had to literally deny his bail um and he was in federal custody as he awaited trial on a new set of federal sex trafficking charges that could sentence him to life in prison which shockingly enough he should have already been in prison (laughs) yeah crazy this man should have been in prison like 10 20 years ago but yet he's still gallivanting around the streets of New York in his 77 million dollar penthouse. Love that. It's crazy. So Jeffrey Epstein's death is where, you know, all these conspiracy theories come to play and Epstein died early Saturday morning on August 10th, which happens to be my birthday. No. Yeah, I was about to say like I'm Pretty sure that was your 25th birthday. R.I.P. R.I.P. No, 24. Don't add on years that aren't there, my friend. Oh, wait. I always forget that Mel is literally the same age as me, yet she's one year older than me in school years. So, yeah, it's, I'm like, I was always the baby of my class. I was like on the line, you know what I mean? Like the August, October right. or whatever. So we're technically, I mean, we're both 96 babies. No, I'm a 95. Oh, you're 95? Yeah. 96? What? That's a Gen Z. <laughs> Wait, what? 96? All right. We're, we're going to have to take this offline because Kat just found out that she's a Gen Zer. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Gen Z. What are you talking about? <laughs> Moving on. So Jeffrey Epstein died early on Saturday, August 10th. 
by suicide, quote unquote suicide, three law enforcement officials told ABC News. He was then transported to the New York downtown hospital at 6.39 a.m. after apparently hanging himself, sources said. So this is the part of the story where I want to scream because we all know he did not hang himself or commit. There's, there's no, there's no way. I remember this one because it was your birthday and like we were in quarantine and it was like sad to celebrate because I think we've celebrated your birthday in DC for like the past three, four years, which is just like so exciting to me, which was sad yeah. that we couldn't do it this year. Um, but also the debacle that was unfolding in the news about Jeffrey Epstein because it was such a, I want to say a shock, but it was not a shock because we were like, oh, of course this would happen. Of course the man with all the information, with all the conspiracies, with all the alleged claims would end up dead in his jail cell. cell. Ooh would end up dead in his jail cell 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 (laughs) i feel like that's the that's the main word that my southern accent comes out on i like can't really say it Cell, and and now we we don't know anything we we don't know if the little black book that was released is real we don't know really anything and it's hard to digest this story when the main character is is past tbd <laughs> to be determined for sure so once his body was tested the fractures found in the bones under his mandible were fractured in three different places and it was said that those could not be it wouldn't be possible for those three pieces to be fractured from a suicide attempt or from suicide by jumping forward off of his bed which is what authorities are claiming him to have done. So the media and everyone is telling us that <laughs> fake news. The media is telling us that he committed suicide. But yet people who were like actually examining his body were saying that there's no way it could have been suicide. Like there was no way he could have thrown himself off hard enough from his bed to do this. So where does that leave us? Another fun little fact, which I didn't know about this until I was doing the research. On August 8th, so this is two days before he quote unquote committed suicide, he signed a will to move his trust to the U.S. Virgin Islands. What? WTF? Like – this is two days before he, you know, committed suicide or whatever. So he either knew he was going to be killed and murdered and so moved all of his assets and all, his whole trust to the U.S. Virgin Islands so that people couldn't get a hold of it. Or it's a coincidence, which we all know that that's not the case yeah, here. Coincidences don't happen when you're the uh, sole proprietor of like $46 billion. So I'm going to guess that he definitely knew that he was in a bad spot and someone was coming after him, which is unfortunate, but he, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember reading that he signed his entire inheritance and his estate over to his brother 
I guess his brother had residence in the U.S. Virgin Islands, which I think is interesting. But wow, that's that's a lot to take in two days before you're about to be, quote, hung and yeah. committing suicide in prison. So back to the conspiracy, like what happened to Epstein in his jail cell the morning of August 10th? I personally think that there are two possible scenarios. I think that either one, someone that he knew or was close with, aka some sort of rich friend, um, hired a hitman to murder him because he knew too much information, had too much power on so many other rich, powerful people, like royalty, the Clintons, literally every single person. Like, I think it was either that or he hired his own hitman to take his life because he didn't want to rot in federal prison for the rest of his life. What do you think? I would almost agree with both of these scenarios. One being that the people that you've laid out to me and that we've discussed in the little, quote, black book, these people are influential. They're powerful. They're millionaires, billionaires. They're people that run companies that survey the entire world and they're insanely influential and I feel like these people would not want their public image to be defamed by someone like Epstein. So I absolutely see someone being like fuck we have to murder him because he's gonna speak to try to get out of being in jail for the rest of his life because that's what he's done for up to like what quote i mean like 60 years of his life he's been defrauding himself from being in jail so there's no way he's gonna last in this prison there's no way that he's gonna just be like okay, like, let me just, I'll just settle in and have a great time in prison. This man does not want to be in prison at all. Knowledge is power, baby. And all of these people know that his power and, like, influence, even from fucking federal prison, like, it's like Orange is, it's like an episode of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> like, he still is like calling the shots, making things happen while he's in prison. It's crazy. I feel like Epstein would be, like, the one to, like, order Uber Eats from prison. Like, oh, like, oh for yeah, sure. get, like, a cheeseburger from Five Guys. And, like, <laughs> like. No, totally. That was the game he was running. So, I, re- I really, really, really don't believe that he was just, like, oof. I'm going to take my life. Like, that sounds like the reasonable excuse. And that is sad for me to admit. And, like, people definitely do take obviously take their lives and, like, commit suicide for reasons that are unexplainable and unknown to us. But I just think with the evidence that we have against Jeffrey Epstein, there's absolutely no way this man was like, oh, I'm sad, so I'm going to kill myself um, so I don't have to rot in this prison. Every yeah, day. it's just like so much deeper. Yeah, because I 
like not to be weird, but if I were to put myself in Jeffrey Epstein's shoes, I would be like, I'm fucking ratting on all these people. Like, Clinton who? Hillary Clinton who? Woody Allen who? Paris Hilton who? Like, I would be out here in the streets, like, defaming all these people that I had connections with. And I think, I, I think these celebrities knew it. I think that it was, they, I think they were all involved in a scam and they all realized it and they realized that something had to be done about it. Like this dude paid off the airlines that flew him to his private islands when they knew they were bringing like underaged women to sexually abuse them. He paid the people who drove the boat to get to his island. He paid everyone on his island off. Like he like it was said in the documentary, like he paid off all of the flight attendants, like everyone who worked at the check-in counter because they all knew he was being sketchy, but they paid them so much that they wouldn't say anything. Like this guy probably paid off the prison guards who were guarding him to like bring in someone to kill him or like you know what I mean like there's just like everyone around him is becomes a part of this like ring in the circle and I I can't imagine getting out of it like that seems really really hard yeah and so and like he couldn't even get out of it because he was at the center of it so yeah it goes to the fucking top like this is what I'm saying. It goes to the fucking top. It, it all goes to the top. And so now Ghislaine Maxwell is awaiting her sent or her trial. So I swear, like, we just need Ghislaine to not, like, quote unquote commit suicide or have someone kill her before we have that trial because we need her to show the names, defame the people, tell it in the streets, like tell us what was happening because like we need justice. Yeah, I really need Gillian to like literally twerk in the streets, be like, this is what happened. <laughs> like I'm a part of it. I, I I don't want her to play the innocent victim i i want her to be like yes it was me i did this and i was wrong and i'm going to prison for the rest of my life but i also want her to be like hey this celebrity that y'all really love was doing the exact same thing as me and yeah i really haven't seen an update of Ghislaine, but i guess that's because of covid and the quarantine restrictions and all of that but mm-hmm. I definitely know that she's in prison in Brooklyn, like just just hanging out and waiting because the FBI seized on her. But I guess that's a that's another episode to cover for sure. Yeah, this is definitely a, a work in progress. But a quick little note is the prison that Ghislaine Maxwell is currently in is the same facility that the Seagram's heiress is currently serving her sentence. If you watched or listened to our next VM episode, episode three, yeah, it's it all all road lead all roads lead to home. All roads lead to this one prison in Brooklyn, New York, because apparently everyone goes to prison there. So if you didn't listen to our Nexium episode, please go listen. We talk about the Seagram's heiress. There are currently probably a few cells down from Ghislaine Maxwell, which is just actually kind of hilarious, but... She's in good company. (laughs) She's in good company. Like, she's got two party girls, like, hanging out with her, so... Two socialites. We love to see it. I'm sure she's doing fine. (laughs) 
And as a reminder, these are all alleged claims. I mean, obviously, Jeffrey Epstein, he went to jail. So, like, that was not (laughs) – that was all real, very real. But feel free to do your own research. Um, This was a really fun one to record just because there's so much to unpack. And Jeffrey Epstein is just such a disgusting icon and, like (laughs) – there, it, it's just crazy, and so this was a really fun one to um, – not fun, but interesting one to talk about because there's there's a lot. But we hope you all enjoyed this episode. Do your own research if you want to know more. Definitely recommend the um, Netflix documentary. It has a lot of good resources and a lot of good information and content, um, so definitely check it out. Yeah, and remember that our podcast is available on all streaming platforms, but most importantly, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can branch out to our confirmer circle. You can follow us on Instagram at pleaseconfirmpod where we share weekly updates and you'll be the first to know about our upcoming episodes. Thank you all so much for listening, and I think that's it from Kat and I, guys. Uh, So peace in the streets. And Jeffrey Epstein or his co-conspirators, please confirm.